0: When you visit a professor during their office hours, you're there to talk about the class or your grade. But have you ever just talked about their life, their journey? On Texas State's new podcast, Office Hours, listen to students like me chat with professors they've never met to dig deep into their lives, how they got to where they are today, and advice that lasts. You never know what you might learn from a simple conversation. So listen on Apple Music or Spotify. Episodes release every other Wednesday. Hi, everybody. My name is Giselle Kowalski, and I'm the digital marketing strategist here at Texas State University. You're listening to Try at Texas State. And this week, we're talking to Career Services. Whenever I was in college, I never really got the chance to explore all that Career Services had. Now I get to see it from a completely different perspective being an alumni and both Adriana and Ray gave me all the inside scoop that I needed to know about the Career Services here at Texas State. It's located on the fifth floor of LBJ, it's very quiet, calm, cool and collected and they have a new space. But yeah, please enjoy listening to both Ray and Adriana explain all that there is to Career Services. So hey Ray, what's up? How are you?
1: I'm doing well.
0: Awesome. So for our listeners, can you please introduce yourself, your name, your role, and what you're doing at Career Services?
1: Yeah, I'm Ray Rogers. I'm the Director of Career Services. basically run our centralized career center supporting all of our students and our alumni.
0: What kind of services, for those that don't know, do you guys provide? And to whom as well?
1: Great question. And it's pretty much everything that you can think of related to supporting students pursuing career and their post-graduation goals. So that is everything from coming in as a first-year student saying, I don't know what I want to do when I graduate. I may or may not know what I want my major to be, but I need some help figuring that out. Uh, we also support students who are just looking for on-campus employment or part-time jobs off-campus. That is really where we connect with most of our first-year students. We also will support students if they're looking for internships to preparing them for applying for full-time jobs, getting ready for graduation. I also just want to say here though that um, the journey doesn't end there. We know that students continue after graduation and developing their career plans. Sometimes they get into a job that may not exactly be what they thought. It doesn't fit. We provide free career services for life. So once a bobcat, always a bobcat. So we have a fair number of alumni who come back and utilize our services.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't know that about you all whenever I visited and I was impressed with your career closet and the fact that that's isn't that also available to alumni?
1: Right, so any student or alumni who comes in and needs professional attire to go do an interview or go to a job fair, um, we will suit you up and, and see what we've got in store for you.
0: Um, moving on to career fairs, can alumni also go to those?
1: Right, so the general rule is, is anything we offer a student, we will offer an alumni at, at no charge as well. So that includes coming to our in-person fairs We also have a couple of virtual fairs throughout the year that alumni sometimes can more easily attend because alumni may not be in San Marcos anymore.
0: Amazing, and so what are those career fairs like? Can you walk me through what a day would be if I went to a career fair?
1: Yeah, I I think that intimidates students a lot. The idea of walking into a big ballroom. We'll have between maybe 60 to 130 employers there at an event so it can feel very overwhelming and I and I get it. We try to prepare students for that and the employers are very easy to go up and talk to but in general we just want our students to come in and and meet with those employers, go to different tables. I always recommend doing a little research ahead of time, figuring out maybe who the top five employers are you really want to meet with, do a little research about what they're hiring for, what their company is, maybe even prepare a resume just for that employer, and then go up and make introductions. But also just if you see a recruiter sitting at a table, go up and chat with them and learn about it. A lot of this, can be by chance and haphazard. Chance always favors the prepared mind, but I wouldn't avoid some of those opportunities as they happen to show up in front of you at a job fair.
0: Yeah, and it's also a great networking opportunity. With career fairs in general, do you guys split them up by industry? Or how does that work? Is it a general group of people from different places?
1: Our career fairs are pretty much broken up by hiring industry. So for example, our teacher fair, which is probably the biggest fair we have each year, we have a lot of students who show up who are not education majors, who just want to go into the teaching profession. Same thing for our business and technology. That could be all majors showing up to that because there's opportunities for all types. So it's really not as much about your major as much as what you want to do and maybe what some of your experience and skills are. Many times you've developed those in relation to your major, but that's certainly not always true.
2: I'm Adriana Elias. I'm a digital media innovation major and I'm a career associate at Career Services. What do you find most helpful about career services? Honestly, the relationships you build with the career educators are really important. My career educator, I've gotten to know a lot and he's helped me like find jobs and everything like that. So, do career educators, are they based
0: on the college that you're in or some of them? Yeah. Some of
2: them? There's the educators that are like your liaison that are for your college and then there's Advisors? Yeah, career advisors. They're more general. So, if you need help with career exploration or just general help, there's Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so, what was your major again? Your DMI. DMI, yeah. So, they have one for Mass Common Journalism? Yeah. His name's Adam.
0: Okay, cool. And so, how did he help you? Like, what did he exactly do to help you out?
2: He helped build my resume so Mm -hmm. I could talk about my, like, social presence more. I didn't know how to write about that. And he was like, you have personal social media that you could talk about. And I didn't know I could do that. So he helped me with that. Um, Have you been to any of those career fairs? I have. Okay, what do you think about them? What are they like? So they're a little intimidating at first, but honestly, going in and focusing on like a couple employers you know you want to talk to is the best way to go.
0: What if a student has absolutely no clue what to do after college and they go to the career services office? Where
2: do they even start? Career exploration, but if they want to go with their degree, then with their liaison, they could just start there. We have like different tests and things for like career guidance. So, they could start there as well.
0: I so. know also, we haven't talked about this yet, that there's a place that you can get a headshot. Have you taken yeah, your headshot there? I
2: have, with Shelby.
0: Really? She's so
2: awesome, yeah. And you can take
0: as many as you ask for? Like, yeah. if I don't like a photo, then she'll take it again? Definitely. Perfect. Um,
2: where have you used that headshot? On my LinkedIn and my Handshake, actually. Nice. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Awesome.
0: When would be the best time for a student to come and visit the Career Services office?
1: Quick answer is early and often. Um, I would suggest that first-year students need to meet with a career counselor. Even if you think you know for sure what your plan and your trajectory is, there's ways that we can help you now prepare and plan for that. They can come back many times and do career exploration. That's not just for first-year students. I've even got some alumni coming back doing some career exploration. But um, we encourage them to come in multiple times uh, to meet with their career advisor or career educator, but also maybe if they're preparing for a job interview, come in and let us do a practice interview or at least go through some questions that we think are real likely you're going to need to be prepared to answer. Let us take a look at your resume before you submit it for a job or a scholarship or graduate school. Um, and try to help tailor that to what you're looking for. We review thousands of resumes a year and we've gotten pretty good at it. So there's some ways that I think we can always help a a good resume become even better.
0: What is the number one tip you could give to a student that's writing out their resume right now and doesn't really know where to start?
1: Well, There's a couple of things with that, so the first, first thing is always have someone look at your resume. When I applied for this job, I had my colleagues review my resume. I can get so close to it and have looked at it so much that I would completely ignore the fact that maybe there was a misspelling, or I left out a job, or maybe just my perspective was different. So it's very helpful to have that happen. I would also say, though, that the big thing is, is the goal now is not to write one resume and apply to multiple jobs with it. I always say it is far more worth your time to apply well to fewer jobs than to apply generically to multiple jobs.
0: This is going more into what you wear and with the career closet and everything, but Ray, do you have a go-to interview outfit?
1: I I do it needs to fit the position and I hear a lot of times folks say you know you want to look like you fit in and you do but you also need to take into account that you're a candidate and you're being interviewed and you want to show and communicate respect like you're taking this seriously we can kind of help address that and kind of help a student or an alumni figure out more exactly the right look would be. But in general I suggest you want to look a step above what the folks there do just to communicate respect and that you're taking this position seriously.
0: Okay and whenever you're in those interviews after you've chosen your outfit, you've gotten your resume done, and they're asking you, do you have any questions for us? What's the one that you ask?
1: So I suggest preparing some questions and they're usually about the company itself or about the position, or maybe what's happening within the company. So it could be, hey, I read a press release that your organization just acquired XYZ organization. I'm just wondering if that would suggest y'all are moving into a different direction. It may not be the question that I want the answer to the most at that point. I might really want to know about salary or benefits or how many vacation days do I get or even, you know, when um, would you need me to be here to start work? but those questions can be asked and answered after there's an offer on the table. Right now your job is to show interest and knowledge, and so let those questions show that. Let them let them be your last good impression as you walk out the door so that they see this person's really interested in not just getting a job, but they're interested in this job.
0: If you could give advice to a younger version of you that's going through the career exploration journey, What would you tell yourself?
1: I think we focus a lot on the wrong decisions early in life and what I've discovered is a lot of times it's these small decisions that sort of have a ripple effect that affect what we end up doing or where we end up going. Even in as an undergrad the student organizations I got involved in, if, if I hadn't joined my fraternity as an undergrad I wouldn't be here But when you join an organization or get involved as an undergrad, you're not thinking, how is this going to impact my career? You're thinking about, does this seem like a fun thing? But it absolutely led to me um, getting to know the dean of students, because you know the dean of students real well when you're president of your fraternity. And he ended up liking me, giving me a job as a work study in the dean of students office, which led to my understanding and knowledge of careers in higher education and, and why I'm here. Had I not done that, I would have stuck with my initial major of accounting and probably been an accountant somewhere at this point so some of those small decisions that you you don't really think are going to be real influential sometimes are the most influential ones so main advice is don't don't sweat the big or the small stuff just enjoy it along the way nice
0: I love that and then my last question is to those that are already in the job force or are right about to get into that first job of theirs what would you tell them
1: I would say look for a mentor and look for guidance, not necessarily formally when you go into those roles. It is sometimes one of the biggest transitions you're going to make going from college to a job. So when you go into that first time job, things shift a little bit and it can feel a little unsettling. That's why I think finding a mentor or someone that you can kind of process and talk through, someone who's been through. Um, that first job before to kind of help you think through what is it about this job that you really like, and then and then to look for some opportunities as you're there, not just to do the work that's put in front of you, but how do you volunteer for other things? How do you connect? How do you network? You need to continue to grow your career garden, as I will um, share sometimes, and say, you know, always be looking for what that next step might be. Also, you don't know what opportunities might show up for you and how your career path might might change as you're looking forward.
0: Wow, I love the idea of a career garden, I've never heard that term before. Well, thank you, Ray, you've been a pleasure to talk to and I hope that you have a wonderful day and good luck with the week thus far.
1: I've enjoyed it, thanks for having
0: me. Thank you. Thank you so much to both Ray and Adriana for talking to me about career services and all that they have to offer. The resources that they have are crazy good, and I hope that the students listening will use them to their advantage. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Try at Texas State podcast. Make sure to tune in next time to learn more about something else you can try on campus at Texas State. And also remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at TXST. This podcast is a production of the Division of Marketing and Communications at Texas State University. Podcasts appearing on the Texas State University Network represent the views of the hosts and guests, not of Texas State University. Again, I'm your host, Giselle Kowalski, and I'll see y'all next time. Bye, y'all.